0: Sorry, Mishnah, and i give over Avos Malachos one plus Rathos. So, the first question is: um, before we get any further, the Mishnah talks about Avos Malachos, right? Mara is Vadaic. Avos Machladi Todos we see throughout the Sugazir, told us, why is it by Shabbos alone and not by other Yeshurim? You have Avos and not told um the Gemara Bihoros uh, talks about Tolesh by uh, what? Why is there why Toldos are derived from Avos, right? You have uh, the Avalach and then you have all kinds of similar things that has told us. So why we don't find that by other Yisurim What other yisurim
1: would be able to have
0: Toldos. So an example is as follows. The uh, by before there's a Isr of uh, Tolesh, of uh, gozes rather of gozes, Gemara and Daf uh, Chafei and, and is this discusses whether being Tolish, pulling out the hair of the animal rather than shearing it with you know a blade of some sort in the normal manner, is an nisur of gozes or not an nisur of gozes. Called gozes or it's not called gozes. Gemara brings a raya from a together with a memra of Reish Lakish that seems to say that gozez is asr on Shabbos that tolesh is asr on Shabbos mishum gozez Reish says tolesh is asr on Shabbos mishum gozez so the Gemara wants to bring a raya from there that also lagabe bechor it's uh, chiv tolesh is chayif mishum gozez pulling out the hair rather than just cutting it is asr by bichor also, Tosas there asks. He says, "Taima mahu maksha afagadulim ybichor lo mechayvei mishem lo sagos leinian shabbos yesh lechayvei mishem toldo degozez kekol oker darvem gidulo bebalichaim." Yeah. So he says, even if by bichor it's not included in the yisur of gozez, but by right, but by shabbos. It'll at least be a told of goes so maybe it's Chayv and Chavez is a tolda. that doesn't prove that it's us by Bechor. so uh the Rosh Shiva and his uh shtickle on this Indian which which I recommend seeing Glean Edger I'll try to get a print out I did an Ellisman try to get it again for whoever wants to go through it uh highly recommended so Brings this Azariah that you see, you know, besides just observing that toldos are spoken about by Shabbos and not by other Yisurim, but here's a specific example where it would have been Shaya tolda by an Isser, and Tosa's told assuming toldos are only by Shabbos and not by other Yisurim. So, what's that about? So, um, so I'm kind of uh, going to try to summarize shortly what we quickly what we spent some more significant time on in El, But again, it's it's really all just the Rosh Hashiva's piece over there, which I recommend seeing. Um, he explains that that uh, there's a difference between how Yisurim in general are Mugdar and how Yisurim of Shabbos are Mugdar Shavas is Malachas Machsheves so he says what that means is that it's a key of so as Rashi says so it means that the Yisurim and Shabbos, the Malachas of Shabbos are not Mugdar by Maisim Misuyamim they're Mugdar by Achievements, by Tachlesim uh, the lesson of Tachlis, specifically, he gets from the Rabbeinah of Ramban Arambam, in the Kesef Mishnah, first Perak in Shabbos, where he explains that the difference between Davar Sheinah's Kavin and Malach Sheinah's let's not get into what the difference is. He says Malach Sheinah's means a person is mechavin to do the Isr, but he's not mechavin for its tachlis. Take a look in Tosos and Zayidala Olive, which uh, is a good thing to do in your spare time, but I don't think we can get bogged down on it yet now. But Tosos and Zayidala Olive, just read the first line of the Tosos. So Tosos there says that melachos are defined... By what they were, were needed for in the Mishkan, and what they were needed for in the Mishkan actually is what defines the malacha. And einetsrich en- means if you don't need the same need that they needed it for in the Mishkan, so then then that's called einetsrich You don't need the guf ha You don't need the malacha as it's defined. The what he's coming to explain there is hotzvas hamays, right? So he says Hotsa Hamas is because in in the case of Hotsah Mais a person is being Motsi the Mace, not because he wants it in Rishusa Rabin, but because he doesn't want it in the Rishusa Yachid. Right? So if the isra would be the Mice hotza, the isra would be the Mice hotza. So it doesn't make a difference. Who cares? He's doing a ma'isah He He needs it in Rishas HaRabim. He wants it not in Rishas What's the difference? He's do the getter of the Maishas being Moziah from one Rishas to another Rishas. He did that. Tosu says, the, but by Malachos, the, the Malachos is not Mugdar by the Mice Hotzah. It's Mugdur by the Tzorich it was needed for in the Mishkan. In the Mishkan, they didn't do Hotzah for their purpose... Of getting rid of things, they did Hotzah for the purpose of having them in Risha Sarabim, to, to, to t- taking the materials out to Risha for whatever they needed for for the vinyin of Mishkan. So it was to have it there. It wasn't the negative of getting rid of it, it was the purpose of having it there. That's Tosos. It's not already shown him hold that molochos are necessarily mugdar by what the Torah was in the Mishkan but borrowing that idea the point that you see clearly in Tosos is that Al-Kalpan and Malachas are not mugdar by Amais and Mesuyim, they're mugdar by what the Malacha is out to accomplish in some way so that could be defined by the Mishkan or that could be defined by what the Malacha is generally done for or what change it creates in the Chaifetz, there are different ways that you can you can specifically identify what is that taklist that defines the Malacha but the point is that it's defined by a taqlis. It's defined by an achievement in in the Rosh Hashiva all That, uh, to the best of my understanding, that doesn't mean what it was done for in the Mishkan. That means what what that cha- every malacha changes a chayfetz. That change that is accomplished in the chayfetz, the the conceptually right, is what defines the malacha and. Um that's the gufamalacha, malacha. Lamushal. Uh so now so now based on that he says in, in general your swim are defined by mice. And by Shabbos they're defined by a So the tachlis of gozes let's say, is to remove the hair from the animal, right? It's possible that the mice of goze is defined by doing so with with a blade. That's what Giza means doing it with scissors or a blade. Yeah? Tolesh is not a Maisa Giza. That's what the Gemara is declaring over there. Is it a Maisa Giza? It's not a Maisa Giza. Toso says, but regardless of whether it's a Maisa Giza, certainly its Tachlis is the same as the Taklas of Giza. Tolesh is to pull to detach the hair from the animal. So Lagavi Shabbos, if it's not the Av Meaning, it's not the identical ma'isa as the ma'isa malacha in the you know of the Lama Tes malachos. That's defined al kelpanim by the mishkan. It's not the same ma'isa that was done in the mishkan, but it, if it achieves the same taplus as what was done in the mishkan, so then it's included in the Isr as a tolda. Same taplus, same mice. as the av. Same taplus, different mice, as a tolda. That's how, that's how he suggests. And it's unique because of the tchun of Malachas Machsheves, it can be defined by by a result, by achieving a result rather than the specific Maisa. What is uh,
1: answer there? In
0: the he doesn't answer. Another example, just to give some more examples of what's a what's us? so, um, like, uh, you know, t- binyan, right, the Rambam says, the, the the Gemara implies, at least in one, the Gemara says, at least in, there's one tana that holds, that magabin, making cheese, right, is a tolda binyan, tolda binyan. So obviously the mice of Magabein is not similar at all to the mice of Binyan and you know, the role that it plays doesn't seem similar to the role of Binion. <laughs> but the Rambam says the Indian of Binion is taking many parts and and forming them into a whole. And and cheese making is also about taking many, you know, many uh, parts and and getting them to form into a whole. Correct? Yeah. Thank you. You could say, about, about <laughs> you say is, oh yeah, okay. So that uh, a, it's uh, going to be a good question as we go through things. Certain malachos seem to be very similar or even to overlap. So what <laughs> differentiates between them? And a Hanami. And a Hanami. I think that, if I'm not mistaken, remote Feinstein actually addresses that question. Why is Oreg not just Binion, I think? but. Well, yeah. What?
1: There is a difference because, like, Binion actually becomes like one continuous mass and like the not actually one you can undo
0: it. Okay, but there w- there probably been Yunim that you could undo that would still be high misham, Binyan. And a on bottle.
1: Like the one, one that's meant to
0: stay. Yeah, yeah so according um, to those who uh, say uh, that's Western binyan. House. What? I don't know. Okay, we'll see. This this we don't have to work out every detail, I just uh, I was just trying to explain the word Avos in the Mishnah. Washington. Why? Lush, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and a chanami. There's a, there's an awful, you know, there's a lot to work out. There's a lot to work out. So go through the basics now. Um, just in terms of, so the Mishnah also says that there are thirty-nine Malachos. So, what's the core that there are thirty-nine melachos? Um, so there's an interesting sugi on the base, we saw it in El, but for those who haven't seen it yet, I think it's Kadai to take a glance over there, because I, I'm sure everyone assumes that there are Lama Tetz Malachos, because that's how many Malachos there were in the Mishkan, but it's not such a Dover Pashat, right, it's Machlokas in the Gemara, whether it's because that's how many Malachos we find in the Mishkan, or because it says Malacha 39 times in the Torah, and um, that's how we know there are 39 of us Malachos, uh, it's an interesting, if you look at the Tosvos over there in the Ritva, on Memtesamid Beis, Memtesamid Beis, there's discussing the core of how many Malachos. So, they're both bothered in the Shita that it's learned out from how many times it says Malachon in the Torah. So, how, would, how are we supposed to know which are the Avos and which are the Toldos? We know there are 39 Avos and the rest are Toldos, but how do we know which are which? So they suggest an answer that maybe we would know at Misvara. We would know Misvara which are Avos and which are the us The most Hashav ones would be the Avos and the rest would be the toldos. Tosus doesn't like that answer. The Ritva rejects it less strongly. It just kind of moves on to another answer. They both end up saying that that even according to the Shita that it's because of the number of times it says Malafos in the Torah, but then... But then we still ident- then we know there are thirty nine, and we identify which thirty nine based on what they were in the Mishkan. Either Chazal worked out that they you know they saw in the Mishkan that's how many Malachas they were, so it's as far as the Yavos. Or alternatively, we knew it the whole time, and it's a question of how to break down those Malachas we find in the Mishkan. There are different ways of breaking them down, and it needs to come out to thirty nine. Okay, but what's interesting to me over there is they have They have a Havamina in the Shittah that it's learned from how many times it says Malachim in the Torah that that uh, it has nothing to do with the Mishkan and all that they're bothered by in that Havimina is not how would we know what the Malachos are, they how would we know which are the Avos and which are the Toldos, who would tell us which are the Avos and which are the Toldos, but what's of Bichlal that we would know, the Rishon and have have no, no problem with that so, l'chor, the mashmahos of that is, I think this is a good thing to keep in mind, the mashmos l'chor of that is that um, there's a certain generic definition of what malachah is. It's not that we learn what malachah is from the mishkan. Malacha has a definition independent of the mishkan. What we learn from the mishkan is which malachos are the avos malachos. And then any toldos that come from those avos are included in the Isra malacha on Shabbos, and maybe there's some malachos that aren't us because they're not included, they're not those avos, they're not toldos of that avos. But it's not that the definition of what malacha is is noveah from what was done in the Mishkan. There, there's at the outset there's a there's a definition that, that you know there's a je- definition of what malacha is. And the, what we find in the Mishkan is only a way of identifying which mal- malachos among the many hundreds there may be are the avos and which are toldos of those avos. And the male will derive the toldos from those avos. Yeah? So as we're going through malachos and trying to understand what they're about and why this is malach and that's not, I think it's important to keep that in mind. Isn't
1: that just person not? What? that just a person that
0: we're going Um Ah... Yeah, so, yeah. Tos, Tosos, when he says he says that, no, but it's not, a, it's not a, the Havimina is a steer to that, but his maskana is that everyone's really agreeing that the Malachos are defined by what was in the Mishkan. It's just that we need the, my idea is from his Havimina. It is from his Havimina. He's saying that, that uh, in the end he's saying everyone really holds that the Malachos at least are identified by what happened in the Mishkan. Yeah? So, with Maschana, that everyone's agreeing to that, and and the question is just where you get the the question is where you got the number thirty nine from, is it that you just counted the malachos in the Mishkan and found they came out to thirty nine, or is it that you knew you had to get to thirty nine and and you divided up the malachos found in the Mishkan accordingly? That's that's how Tosafos understands the malachos, but in the end, everyone is agreeing that the avos malachos are for sure was found in the Mishkan. So, since everyone agrees on that point, you could say that that the Mishkan, the need that, that the Malacha was done for in the Mishkan defines the Malacha. It's just that, in theory, Tosos could have imagined a world where the Malachos were not learned from the Mishkan, and, you know, then the Torah wouldn't have, in Achanami, you couldn't have said the Torah the Mishkan defines them. You would have had to say, like other Rishonim, I think, say, that that the Inyan of the Malacha is defined by what it's normally done for, or what, you know, what change in the Chafetz makes it a significant, important Malacha. Again, not all Rishonim hold this defined by what it was needed for in the Mishkan, that's Tosfos. So it's having it would have been like the other Rishonim.
1: of um, Rechelabufa, in general, is one of the various Ptorium that are learned out from Machachus and Moshevus. Is that correct?
0: Yes, uh, yes. I mean, it's, the truth is it's, a, it's possibly a Machlokis Rishonim, even though the Gemara seems to say it. But yeah, let's assume it's learned from Malachas Moshavus. Um,
1: I'm just wondering why um, we're using that to define the Edzim Malacha itself more so than any no, other, other, other categorization of Malachas Moshavus, like Mischayamas
0: or. It's it's not that we're using Malachas Shana Shvich Gufa to divine what the Malacha is. It's that it's that Toso seems to say, and and uh, you know the the Rashi is implying this. He he doesn't bring the Tosus to tell you the truth. That's I, I just brought it because I think that's. The clearest, I, I don't, I, to the best of my recollection, he doesn't bring it. it maybe he does. Tozer speaks out the idea clearly that the... But, but what he's saying is not that even if you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, and Lach we Rechot Gufa is Chayev, but the idea is that that how is that phrase, what is the phrase referring to when it refers to Gufa? Right? So you see from Tosa it's referring to the Guf HaMalacha A. And that the gufa HaMalacha is not a Maisa. The Guf HaMalacha is an achievement. So it's just like a pretty small step to say that you see that Malachos are defined by achievements. Right, so it's just a Raya that happens to come from Malachashe'en HaSarich HaLagufa. It's not saying that Malachashe'en gufa is actually the core of this Havana Malachos. It's not what it's novea from, it's it's a reflection of it.
1: Okay, so, if you hold on the shavis, of a sky.
0: Yeah. That long number, who still going to agree to my shavis? Yeah, no, he d- agrees to my shavis in general. He just holds, yeah, It's not. that's not... It has
1: to be in the talking, so he can Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a sastik Right. Although yeah. right. that might also not... <laughs> yeah, it depends which type of mishavis, yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> <coughs> okay. So moving on to the mission itself. Um, so it says the So just to start with, like a, a little kenich, it's the Tosos points out that. The lashon of the Mishnah is interesting. Why does it say hazoreya, If you want to list the Malachos, the Chor, the natural way to do it is to say zriya, charisha, ktsira. Right? You're, the lashon of the Mishnah is describing the person doing the Malachos. It's going on the person. The Chor, If you want to give a list of Malachos, you should just list the Malachos. Right? Right. If you translate the Mishnah, most people would translate hazoreya, planting. Right. But that's not the that's not the translation. The translation is Hazoreyah, you know, one who plants. It's a funny way to say it. So, the Tzosis Yomtiv and the Grog goes with this say that the Pshad is that the context of this Mishnah, right, in the end, uh, the Gemara asks, and Kulam Kolachas It's to tell you that the reason the Mishnah talks about a minion at all is to tell you it's al So what the Mishnah is describing is how many chatos a person is chayiv If he does all of the malachos and chavas, right? If he if it's uh, Shigigas malachos, it's not that he forgot that it's Shabbos, he forgot he didn't was unaware wasn't aware of all the malachos, right? So if he does all thirty nine malachos, he'll be chayiv thirty nine chatos. So that's why it's describing in terms of, of the osah. Um, fine, so just like as a starting point not that before getting into the sugyas and focusing on the malachos, you know, in pratim so let's, the Mishnah lists all 39 malachos, so let's have the rough definition of what all of the malachos are so many of them are pretty self-evident or familiar, but a few of them are not so let's, uh, so we have uh, Zorea pretty straightforward, in Choresh it's pretty straightforward. You soften the ground through plowing or something like that. The coats there is so a harvesting ma'amir. You gather up the produce dosh. So dosh, maybe there's room to not be sure what it is. So that's threshing. The purpose of threshing is you, you have the wheat that you um, detached from the wheat plants. So it's still in these husks that are not edible. So you mash. you, you know, you smash the husks until the uh, until the kernels fall out, right? That's dash. dush seems to bet and be a malacha separating solas from ochel, yet it's not among the three that the Gemara, as Rashi points out, says are kulam malachachas. Uh, be- Bez Hashem, as we get into things, we'll see why. I don't think everyone even agrees about what separates it from those, so we'll see. Zora so it's winnowing, you know, take the stuff, throw it up into the wind, let, let the wind separate it. Borer, tochen, it's grinding, the sifting, lush. Then we get into, so you, you need the dough, and v'cha'ofa, goziz. Like like goes is a tzamer, malabno. Malabno is, so malabno is, uh, malabin, so it can be translated as bleaching. Um, Rashi just says it means washing it in water. There is a geirsa that says Rashi says milavno Binasar, which is like uh, some kind of chemical, and then it might be more similar to what we perceive as bleaching nowadays. I think I, I don't know. They didn't use what we call bleach in those days. My impression is they they washed it out and dried it in the sun, and that whitened it. It could be just means washing, really. Um, there's
1: a slight difference
0: between the two.
1: Yeah. Whether it's just removing the dirt that's caught on it or whatever, or it's improving its its color or whatever.
0: Yeah. So if it's if it's like adding a chemical to improve its color, it could be that would be Tilveya. Oh,
1: but the chemical doesn't
0: right. The chemical doesn't do that? It takes it extracts something from it. It doesn't uh, add something to I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. I'm just saying that so in the in the bomb he uh he says, Malabin is the Av Malacha, and, and then kibus, you know, Laundering Clothes, is the tolda, And his Lashon is Malabin is a Semer and Machaves is a B'gadim. So I don't know if it's the only way to learn it, but the, the Av Nei assumes that what separates the Av and the tolda is whether you're doing it on Semer or doing it on begadim. It's really just the same thing. Okay, so keep in mind. Is it is it that whitening is a different process than washing and, and that's why it's a told, or is it that uh really they're the same process and it's just a question of what you're doing it on? You what? It,
1: to
0: it, it could be doing it on a different thing, it's called a different mice Yeah, it
1: depends on what your difference is between cerebral
0: and rocking. You know? Yeah, we we can't settle all the questions in one day. <laughs> are for later. So he says, minafzo. So menafzo, you take the wool, so when you take the wool off of the animal, it's very clumpy, and menafetz is to separate it into, uh, to to extract fibers from the wool, instead of just having one mass of wool to extract fibers. Um, Rashi just says some French word for it, but, <laughs> What? my My impression from the little i've seen is that it means either the way the method of doing that is either by combing it or beating it, but in some way that the fibers are the wool is turned from like a tangled mass into individual fibers that's monopates hatsovo, um, so then you dye it Hatove. So tavez taking those fibers and winding them into threads you have to, the fibers are relatively small and they're very thin and you have to wind a bunch together until you get a thread that you can actually do something with um, they, have, they say told of tavez uh is um, making leved, you know making uh, what do you call it what's the word in english uh, felt, which means just Taking the fibers instead of winding them into threads, you you press them onto some surface and get them to to form a begad that way. It's just different ways of bringing fibers to the stage of form, you know, p- being something you can turn into a begad. Uh, Hamesach, so okay. So once we get up to mesach, we're getting up to the uh, malachas of orig. The malachas of orig uh, requires some familiarity with. Uh, Ariga, which is, you know, not necessarily super complicated, but it's something we're not in touch with on a day-to-day basis. So here uh, I can drop this on you. I'll keep one for myself. Um, And I know this isn't a typical... uh, I I just feel, A, we should be able to read through the Mishnah, if we're going to try to think about what Gidre Malachos are and Avos Malachos are. We should, you know, we'll be able to do that better if uh, we don't have four or five Malachos that are a black box. We know what all of them are, basically. um, Okay, so... Here, this is a loom. This... Just to give a picture, like um, a, a less intimidating picture, which has a person in it operating the loom, but which is less detailed. So this is a man sitting at a loom. You see, he's got two pedals by his feet. Not all looms necessarily have to be this way, but <laughs> the picture books have them. They illustrate the point well. Um, the pedals, which they have in the the confusing confusing picture I gave, at also. So, the pedals are attached to these two frames in the middle. You see these two frames? Yeah? Um, what happens is that you have these two frames. In the middle of the frames, there are loops. In the middle of each of these two frames are loops. And their strings run from one end of the loom all the way to the other... And pass through those loops. Yeah, they're passed through those loops because this is this is the whole chachma of the loom is that half of the strings, let's say, like alternating strings, half of the odd, str- all of the odd strings are are run through the loops, which are called bate nirin. Yeah. Half of the str- all of the odd strings are run through the loops attached to one of the frames, and all of the even strings are run through the loops um, of the other frame. Right? So, in the picture it shows like five, five th- threads running through for the sake of illustration, but like in a real loom, picture hundreds or thousands of strings run through these loops. Okay, so the normal, the normal ariga, the simple normal ariga without a loom, you you have a thread, and let's say it's, you know it's attached to a needle or something, and you run it through. Above, you have strings running one way, and above, below, above, below, above, below. Right, you interconnect strings by having some running across, and then like running, running one underneath and above the others, and then you run it the other way, and and, and whatever you ran the string below on the way in, so now you, you run it above it on the way out, and vice versa. So then you have the strings like holding onto each other, right? So if you're going to do that with thousands and thousands of strings, obviously it's going to take a very long time. So what a loom does is it attaches all of the, all of the uh, odd threads through one frame, the even threads through another frame, and you, have, you, you lift one frame and lower the other if it's, if it's a loom with pedals like this, so they're on a pulley, and when you lift one, it automatically lowers the other, right? So what you do is, you, you separate the two frames, and now you have, let's say, thousands of threads running on the top, held by the top frame, thousands of threads alternating, held by the bottom frame, and you just take a roll of string like this This thing over here, a Buchir, it's called a shuttle, right? You just run it, you run it across, as you see at the uh, the right side of the picture, you just run it across in between those two levels of threads, right? And after you run it across one way, through all of the threads, you reverse, you press the pedals, you reverse the strings, so the previously lower ones are on top and the previous higher ones are on the bottom, and then you just run it back across. And you keep doing that, and effectively what you're doing is that the equivalent of thousands of times running it under and over, under and over, under and over. You just do it in one quick step by separating the things. Yeah? Um... I, I don't know if it, they in the pictures they make it like one guy can do it. I don't know, really. I don't know. It should be realized also that this is this this loom is like good for illustrative purposes, but it's not necessarily the way the looms were built in the times of the Gemara. Like there are looms that are just much simpler. You have a frame with strings tied on them, and then it's you don't necessarily have pedals and a pulley. It could just be you have like half of them attached to. To like some sort of rod, and you pull them this way, and the other ones are attached to another rod, and you pull them that way, and it sounds like that's, you know—that seems even more like it might need more than one person. But I don't know. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay. So fine. So once once you have this. And then, you know, you, you keep making, running it back and forth more and more times until you have formed a significant beged. Obviously, the strings don't always come out so even. Sometimes you have to push them together. They're like toldos involved in, like, evening things out as you go along. But just in terms of the avos, so then, so then it goes like this. HaMesach, ha-mesach is um, spreading the threads on the frame the th- threads that are going to be run through the bate Niren, when you spread them on the frame, that's Mesach. This, it's a hachana for the a- actual ariga, spreading the things on the frame, that's Mesach. Um, Agav, the, the strings, you can see it's, it's marked here, the strings that are run across the frame... Are, you've heard the term for sure, chassis and eirev. So the ones that are run across the frame are the chassis, the chassis strings, and the long one on a roll that you do back and forth is the eirev. So
1: what's
0: mesach? Mesach is taking the chassis strings and attaching them to the frame. You know, like... The, the, uh, uh, so this is where it gets confusing. So, so... Hold on a second on that. Yeah, it is running them through the things, but that's going to get confusing, and I'll address it in a couple of minutes. So the the question is the thing that comes after Mesach Ose shte So you see, the Bate are these loops, right? In this diagram. So Rashi says, "Shenosan Shnei Habes Nir." And learns this way also that it means it refers to running the th- strings through the through the loops. Um, so so the way this illustration is set up it would appear that when you do Mesach at the same time you're also doing because you're already running the string strings through the loop before you attach them to the other side of the frame um, it could be that on the ancient looms it wasn't necessarily that way I think he points this at if I'm not mistaken um, if you just picture a frame that without all this fancy machinery that has, you know, has all the chassis the strings drawn from one from one uh, block of wood to another, or something like that. So then it could be that after you already attached it to the frame, you contrive batinirin, like you make them out of rope, which the Rambam, hold, you know, describes what you do. And it could be you do that even after they're attached to the frame. You can, or you can have some sort of, I don't know what they did, so it's a lot of speculation. But just picture like rings that have like a little you know space in them that you can slip the strings in, so you could do that after they're already attached, taut on the on the frame. So osir shteybate nirin could be a distinct step from mesach. The way this loom in the picture is set up, it's not. Um, so that's, so that's Rashi's version of Osishne Bhattinirin. Um, so the Rambam seems to say differently. Um, the Rambam seems to learn and I, uh, you know, uh, the Mishneh says the Rambam has learns differently and, and I was struggling to see how it was Muchach and Michal pointed out to me yesterday, so I want to give credit where it's due. It's it's mostly from the toldos that the Rambam brings, which shows that it's a different that it's very different from Rashi. The Rambam Holzosishne Bate Nirin means the formation of the Bate Niren. It doesn't mean running the strings through the Batainirin, it means the formation of the Bate Niren. Now, if the Batainirin are like the Bateinirin in this picture, then that seems like it should be like makabe Patish or something like that. But what the Rambam's talking about is a different mitzvah. He's talking about batenirin that are made of strings, and you just like tie the strings into loops. You tie two strings into you know interconnected loops, and those things are connected to these to these um, to these chassis strings, and then you you know you pull them together with those various attached interconnected loops. The, toldo, the toldos that the Rambam describes are various types of like, you know, of lattice work types of things. Like you take, uh, you know, take flexible palm, you know, leaves or something like that, you know, whatever they are, um, you know, like up stuff, and interconnect them in a way you, you know, weave them together in a way that that it leaves it with openings, or you take two pieces of wire, you take several pieces of wire and form a sieve. The Rambam says well, all of these things are told of shnei nirin. It's it's weaving materials, and the way the Merkavah Mishnah understands, and see also the Ma'iri, if you want to look at it more, is that what distinguishes really, really these are all oreg, a form of oreg, themselves. You're you're interweaving you know, these these uh let's say Luluf pieces by hand or you're interweaving the the wires by hand. And he says what separates it from Orig is that you're le that you're leaving the holes. You're left with holes and in many cases those holes are the whole purpose, like in the case of a sieve and in the case of Osishne nirin, right? You're interconnecting strings in a way that forms various holes and then you're running the the chassis strings through the holes. So it's kind of confusing because it's within the malachos of ariga and it's from, a, it's a hachana for orig proper, but then it's like itself a different a, a process that's very similar to orig itself, just with the difference that you're left with the holes, Bipashtas. Okay, so that's Osir Shnei Niran. Um, Umrig. So Oreg is already self explanatory, Oreg Schneechuten. Um so maybe that part's not so self explanatory, but yeah. Does it mean just going through twice like that or it means going back and forth twice? And let's leave that aside for now. What? In
1: this case.
0: If you're using, I don't know if you have to go back and forth, or you just have to run it over and under the strings twice in one direction. In
1: this case, you don't go over and under. No,
0: no, but you effectively are doing that. What? You you throw. Oh, here you're right. In this case, you aren't doing that until right until you run it once once in one direction, once in the other direction. Um. Hapoteya, shnei chuten. So if you look there, there the Rashi, you know, the Rambam, and the Ravid are cl- clearer than Rashi. So the, R- the Rambam, the Ravid, the Rambam says that means unraveling the uh, unraveling a uh, beged arug, like taking a string out of a beged arug. You already have. You're in the middle of making a Begad, you decide it's not coming out the right way, you need to fix something, so sometimes you need to pull a string out for the sake of fixing it. The Rambam says that's potsea. it's uh, like unraveling one of the threads in the Begad.
1: Uh,
0: um, okay. The the, uh, the rivet asks on him that it should be Korea. Um, the Riva therefore says that it's referring to after you're done making the beged, you cut the remaining strings off, like the strings that are attached to the loom. You cut them off. That's that's the potseya. What's interesting about some of these malachos is that they seem to be very, very, very specific. You know, you have extremely wide malachos, you know, binyan and whatever. You have these things like you know, very, very specifically defined. The only explanation I have for that is that Lamaisa they appeared in the Mishkan, so if they appeared in the Mishkan, then they're not a Toto, they're an Av. That's, you know, if, if they can be distinct from the from the other ones, they get to be defined as an Av. Um, fine. Then we have a Korsha of self-explanatory. What? Oh, yeah, so Rashi seems to be similar to the Rambam, but I'm a little confused in his lushan so I... I don't want to get bogged down on it now, but he's, he seems to, it seems, he's talking about being menatek strings from among them, umaklishan, l'tzoruch, um, sounds similar to the Rambam to me, that's how it came out yesterday, I don't think so, The menatek, it depends whether menatek means cutting them cutting them or detaching them, if it means cutting them, Maybe it is similar to the rivet but then he shouldn't end with the word maklishan. In the rivet the point is just, like, detaching it, it sounds like, or getting rid of the unwanted strings. was not it just that you have
1: two threads and you're thinning
0: it out? Uh, maybe, you mean you're cutting the threads themselves, you're thinning out the threads themselves. Yeah, Michal suggested that, it could be. It could be, it could be, that would be a third shot. The threads themselves are thick in some places, so you, like, thin them out, So and make them thinner so that, you know, like the threads in those days might not have been as neat as the threads we have nowadays. They might have been very, you know, bumpy and inconsistent, so you, you do something to smooth it out. Could be. Um, so then there's Tzad Tzvi, HaKore'a Manasit, HaKore'a Manasit, first. Um, Tzad so Tzad we know Shochto we know Netiles Meshama Hamavshito Skinning it Hamolcho So here's Molcho ma'abed oro. This The Gemara itself asks That lechor They're the same thing We'll get to that later You soak the skin In something Salt or something else In order to Soften it Preserve it Something Those are two Alternative processes? It sounds like They're two Alternative processes But the Gemara asks That they're the same Mm -hmm. Malacha Oh I thought
1: They were the same same sequential. I have no idea, have no idea.
0: W- What are you asking? The- no, I just
1: thought you're Malach and then Mahavid
0: Yeah, no, I like think you are Either Malach or Mahavid No, 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 I th- it could be they sequential But the Gemara, I think, is asking that they're both Mahavid Like, what, you Raven know ma- Raven said that
1: they're one, one Malach Yeah, yeah. On He not quote Malkhoy so in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in his Mr. Tether What? Robin doesn't
0: quote
1: Malkhoy in his Mr.
0: Yes, so the Gemara ends up saying to drop that and put in another one, but we'll get there in Mitzvah Shem. Then he says, "Vahame uh, machiko." so is that you scrape the skin from the hair or whatever debris is there to make it smooth. Vah Rashi is interesting how he describes mechacho, the kato mechacho, the ritsuos vesandolim. Sounds like you're cutting it into specific shapes that will make it useful for whatever you're making. yeah um I think it means to scrape it's used like let's say by uh a vice a house that has saras, so if you take out the stone your you know your maxia the kosal you scrape it scraping off the unwanted things uh so but here you're not doing it to smooth it you're like it could be i i i think i'm not sure I think Makato macacho here isn't two different things. It means that you're that you're like you know you're you're forming it by cutting off the unwanted parts, which is similar to scraping off debris, but it's not scraping exactly you're you're it, i don't think it means literally scraping here; I think it means cutting off the parts that you don't want until you have what you do want I'm not sure it's not a uh yeah i you know like i I did a search on where to fly, where the word appears in Tanakh. it's not such a common word I looked at the and nice. this is the best I was able to come up with first like, like like, no that would be with a hay without an iron. <coughs> so so he says soser. Uh, uh, when they took down the Mishkan between the Sios, yeah. Yeah, that's before in the Gemara Bameh says, HaMavir uh, Amavir Yeah, so makabipatish right. Rashi says, HuGemar Malakha Kol Malacha. HuGemar Kol Malacha. Shekein Uman Maka Makabakornis al Lachliko. Gmar so that's, uh, you know, on the one hand, fine, it's not hard to understand what, what hitting something with a hammer is, but it's a little hard to understand what the gadget of the malakha is. Um, Rashi seems to say something extremely, extremely broad. He says it's gemar kol malacha, right? Gemar kol malacha. Uh, Rashi doesn't say maizum, and Well, he says shekein Umman maka bekornis not sure if that means that it's in the getter of the malacha, or he's telling you that that's, you know, in this, when we want to make things, they're a so that's a malacha. It, you're, you're coming from Rosh and I'm not denying it, but I don't think we see it in Rashi necessarily. Um, so, what's makiba patish? So, Rashi says, Gemar ko malacha, so then that seems to include everything. So, what do we need the other 38 malachas for? Right, anytime someone's gomer, mer malacha, it's chayiv. Well,
1: oseshteyvat dinirin is only part of the process, of that that one we can count
0: out. Ah, okay. Course, so oseshteyvat dinirin is a good example of a malacha. That's not a gemar, you know. So that at least may not be makivipatish. And really, you could say that other malachos, you know. So in enochanami, really, every malacha is makivipatish. Just uh, if a person's not Gomer the Malacha, he could be high without being Gomer the Malacha, right? That's that's you could potentially say that. But then what happens when he is Gomer the Malacha? Right? If when a person finishes being Kotzer, right? When he cuts the whole thing off the ground. Yeah? So is he now Hai from Patish? He's Hive twice. When he hasn't finished the process, it's towards the end
1: of making, making something.
0: Also,
1: how loosely do you find the Malacca? Maybe it'll only be high by a conditions being coated with the field.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a Rashi that says L'mashal uh, on Daft Bays. Bayes. Let's say you have a stone, and you're like etching... etching a nice... pattern into the stone. So he says, if, if you already made one... I don't know what the word is. If you already made one, like, groove in the stone, so it's Hyde Patish. Because you're not going to do any more work on that groove.
1: In the Gemara itself. That's the
0: Gemar. You're not going to do any more work on that gemar. You know, like,
1: uh, yeah. So like three hits on the past and then one hit on the sudden. Yeah. Because like a group of uh, it sounds like the markha means each group of
0: maka. Okay. Each group's each group each of. What you mean it has to be that there is something a process that it involves several several Malachos and not
1: finishing the whole thing. No, but they don't finish anything. So they hammer. Yeah,
0: here you just made one groove in a stone. By the way, the Meiri says I'm going here, The Meiri says the Meiri actually asked the question. I didn't make up this question. Why Kotzer isn't Makabe Patish? And his answer is that Makabe Patish only applies when there's um, when there's. A number of steps in the malacha, and this is the last step. If it's a one-step thing, then there's no makibepatish. But I don't. I don't think that's what Rashi means. Uh, it doesn't bear out. The Lamaisa. I just want to mention the Yerushalmi. You know, it's, it's been mentioned before. Maybe everyone here is familiar with it already. I'll just say it again, anyway, since we're starting from Hagadol. So the, the the Yerushalmi says that Rav Yochanan Rish Lakish spent uh, three three years learning to pare Hagadol. I think it says three and a half years, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and it says that well you see how even the, they learned it because it says that they found thirty-nine toldos for every atmalaka. And every tolda that they couldn't fit into any Av they're Mahiv Vipatish Yeah, so it's Takamashma, it has a like any it's like a catchall, anything you can find. I again I don't think all of you should shown agree with, that's so there's a Rashi and Petah Rashi and Pesza and Yud Where is this? Yod Aliv Ahmed Baze. Yud Ali Ahmed Baze, I'll just quote what he it's talking about, like making a certain thing and all the Malachas that are involved in it. Uh, no, it's not talking about it. there, there, it's a different place. It says Kitzer, it's, it's Deborah Mosco, Ain Binyan Bekalim. So he says, Ain Isurbin Vestir Bakalam. If you make a kli, if you fashion a kli, there's no Isabiny. Ain Biny Vastir Ella BeBatim Dhaiv Babinyan Kalduhu. The Osa Gomra. So what if someone actually makes a klee? Is that what happens if you make a klee? He says, Oh, It is something you have to smooth out when you finish. There's that word Kitsua again. So he says, Mishum so what Rashi seems to say over there, yeah, if it's not any other Isser, then it will be makavipatish. But if it's already another malacha, so memela, it's not makavipatish. If if you have a more specific definition for the malacha, so then it'll be that malacha, right? If it's not that malacha, if it's no other malacha, so that's when it falls into makavipatish, and it's bitsnai that there's a Gemara. I'm just going to throw out one more mar and then stop for now. The Urayim, uh, just to, like, you know, not leave the impression that's the only getter of Patash, the Urayim says, Fakir, the Urayim says that any time the main portion of the Malacha is not completed yet, then it's not Makkah Meaning, finishing something in the sense of making it functional, it's not Makkah It's only if added steps that come after that. Um... He's basing himself in more Kuf He says, anything, if you hold ein Binyan bekalim, then anything that would still be included in Binyan is not Chayiv Mishomake bepatish because it's the Iker Binyan. And Mimela, he says, if a person makes a hammer, the main steps involved in making the hammer are not mechayiv. If you hold ein Binyan bekalim, it's putter. If a person does finishing touches, after that, the hammer is already functional, but he tightens it or he does something to make it nicer. That's Makkabapatish. It's like ma- Gemar means Gemar in the sense of finishing off something that's already essentially completed. That's obviously very different than Rashi, and it's also Lechor and Atam, the the Rishami. I okay, will leave it for that for now.